Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Happy Thursday. We have a lot to talk about today. Breaking news. As of this morning, Heim Bloom is out in Boston and is on his way elsewhere or nowhere. We will talk all about that. Max Scherzer done for the year, most likely with the Texas Rangers. Also making a statement, who's going to win the NL Cy Young Award? Blake Snell, Justin Steele. There's a lot going on back and forth there. The Atlanta Braves have wrapped up their sixth straight division title. The AL West is getting tighter and tighter. And we have fan questions. A lot to talk about today. Let's get to it. Fly ball onto the track. At the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field. And what a game. What a moment. Happy Thursday, everybody. I am joined by Alex Curry. And Alex, uh, we have, there is a lot going on right now there in the is. baseball. Like as of this morning. I Seriously. Also, how are you doing? We were a little spicy today when I walked in. Am I not? Do- oh. Yeah. No, I just, you know, right. I, it's my love language, you know, just yeah. aggressive. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Please be quiet over there, Alex. You're making too much noise, but yeah, it's okay. I'm doing great. We're here. We're doing great. You had a great interview yesterday, by yeah. the way, with Jackson Holiday. You can tell that he grew up around the game of baseball. You can, because it's not often, it's not every day you find yourself interviewing a 19 year old yeah. kid. And yesterday I did just that. And he does not at all seem like he is 19 years old. No, he sounded um, like a seasoned, like yeah. MLB veteran, but that's what happens when your dad's Matt holiday yeah. and you literally spent your entire childhood on the field and in the clubhouse. But yeah, what was your biggest takeaway from it? Uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. He's obviously a top prospect in the game of baseball for the Orioles 19 and he's already in triple a. Um, I just, there was the story that went viral. Um, like a week or so ago when he got called yeah. up to AAA about him going to a hotel or like him having to stop at a hotel and they wouldn't give him a hotel room because he was too young to but get a hotel. that's weird. He's 19. So like once you're 18, you're an adult. You should be able to do like adult yeah. things except so, rent a car to be 25. So he that. tells the whole story about it. And the, the Cliff Notes version is they let him buy the room. They knew how old he was. He could buy the room. He just couldn't check in. When you say buy, you mean pay for it? Yeah, he couldn't buy the room, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, so he paid for the room. He just couldn't check in. Yes. That's so weird. Thank, thank you for that clarification. Well, I don't know. I'm like, buy. He's going to like buy the hotel. Well, he could. He could have said, knows? you know what? I'm going to buy the whole place. <laughs> no. Um, no, it was really, really fun. He's a great dude. He's a huge prospect. And uh, yeah, that was a great conversation. So go back to yesterday's episode and listen to it if you haven't yet. Yeah. So from some great news... <laughs> yesterday to some unfortunate news this morning, Red Sox part ways with their chief baseball officer. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I, I was surprised. Uh, I don't know how, how Red Sox fans are, are feeling. I would imagine there's a bit of surprise, but 
Um, yeah, Heim Bloom is out. He started in October of 2019. Look, you know, from from my perspective, the farm system is in better shape. But he just, you know, it's the Boston Red Sox, and I just don't feel like they they did enough in his tenure, and and I, that's the reasoning behind it. And at the end of the day, when you look back at his time there, he started in October of 2019. His first move with the Red Sox will is is trading away Mookie Betts. <laughs> And it's like, well, okay. Uh, Bob Nightingale tweeted this. Fair or not, Heimblum will forever be remembered by Red Sox fans as the guy who traded away future Hall of Famer Mookie Betts, which of course was approved by the Red Sox ownership. And not just approved. Like that was, uh, there is a lot of ownership in that move, but that's what people are, you know, like. Oh yeah. So, you know, no World Series. They did reach an ALCS in his tenure, but. Not enough. And a, and a bad year this year, missing out on the playoffs. Look, this is what I, God forbid a team look in the mirror, realize that they just vastly underperformed and, and make changes, make changes. It's a good I mean, move. Look at the Yankees and the Red Sox. You know, you, you mentioned the AL East, the first two teams that come to mind for many people that aren't specific fans of a team are the Yankees and Red Sox are in that division. Well, you have the Red Sox that are going to miss the playoffs. You have the Yankees that are going to miss the playoffs. And all we're hearing out of the Yankees is, well, we feel like we're in a really good place. And We've had we, winning seasons. Yeah, you, we don't know, guys. Come no. on. We're doing great. No, both of those franchises are legendary franchises for being good teams. Yeah. And getting to the World Series. Yeah. So anything other than that should be unacceptable. So I, it's a bold move, but it's a, it's a good move. It's a smart move. Yeah. Just surprising. For yeah. sure. It's just Dave Dombrowski. You know, <laughs> I love Dave Dombrowski. I love that who won the world series with the, with the Red Sox over the Dodgers. And he does this. He did it in, he did it in Florida. He did it in Detroit. He did it in, in Boston. That guy will get you to the world series, mm-hmm. but that farm system is not going to be no. in good shape. And he wins the world series. And then, you know, shortly after that, he's out. Heimblum comes in tasked to, to fix the farm system and trades away Mookie. And it's just, I, it's unfortunate timing. It's just bad. It's similar. Yeah. We've seen it in kind of like you're looking at the NBA with LeBron when he goes to a team, he's going to get you a championship, but he's going to deplete your team. Yeah. And then they leave and you're kind of the next guy in charge is SOL. Let me, before we move on, okay. let me ask you this question. All right. I haven't thought through this, All right. so it might not make sense. Interesting. You're a fan. Yes. Of a team. Yes. We'll just say the Dodgers. Okay. okay. Fan of the Dodgers. Would you rather over the course of 20 years for the Dodgers to be in the playoffs and competitive every single year, but never win a world series? Or would you rather them be terrible for 16 years? Good for three and win one world series, win a world series. That's what it's all about. That's what it should be all about. That is the ultimate goal for every single owner, front office, player, manager, like your goal to play this game is to be the best and to win the world series. So if you can get that, then you've accomplished your goal. It's not easy to get there, but at least you got there. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I, I do. I get both sides, you know, like. Oh, you just want to be good. But no, not great. no, obviously want to be the best, but knowing every single year that we have the possibility to be the best. But you're not like, going to get there. Right. But like, I, I'm thinking about like the Royals right now. They won a World Series not that long ago. They are no fun to watch right now besides Bobby Witt Jr. And it's just like, 
I almost, I, I get the side of like, I want to be competitive for 20 straight years and go into every season thinking I have a chance. You know what? Screw baseball. This is like my football fandom. You go into every season <laughs> thinking Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl and then you get let down. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I do get both sides of the conversation, but you know, I just, man. Yeah. It's interesting. Surprising. Yeah. And then we also got some more sad news this week. Max Scherzer out for the remainder of the regular season, most likely the rest of the year. Yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. Sucky news. That's what we've it had. Is. We've had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Big injuries happen. Uh, so this injury is basically the same exact injury that Justin had to start the year that kept him out for end of spring training and a little over a month of the year. Uh, he's out for the, the report says out for the remainder of the regular season with the low grade Terry's major strain. Um, yeah, I, look at this point, there's only a couple of weeks left in the regular season, but then he's like, I, I don't know. Unless, unless they make like a deep playoff run. Yeah. I'd be surprised. And a playoff run at all for this Rangers team is, is in question. So it just, it just sucks. It sucks for the Rangers. It sucks for the game of baseball. Max brings a lot of energy to the mound when he pitches. He's a future hall of famer. Uh, really, really tough blow for the for the Rangers. But as you mentioned, even if they do make a, a deep run and he might be available later for that, he's not going to be in the shape he was moments before that injury. No. You, you still have to build yourself back up. And I don't know if you want to do that in a do or die playoff game. Yeah. Putting that kind of pressure on someone, especially when they're not 100%. But as you mentioned, the Rangers are in, in the midst of that playoff wild card right now. So let's, let's let that lead us into our first making a statement. Our first statement, the AL West is still up for grabs. Yeah, there's no way around it. It absolutely is. And just when it starts to feel out of reach, uh, just when, you know, the Astros got to about minus 600 favorites to win the mm -hmm. division, they go and lose two straight to the <laughs> Oakland A's with, Framber and, and Justin on the mound. If you go into that series as the Astros and as an Astros fan and you're told they're playing great baseball, historically good offense yeah. uh, coming out of some multiple series. You go into that series against the A's who are like the worst team in, in baseball history. That's not true, but I'm a little dramatic sometimes. You are. But they're pretty, pretty bad. Uh, it's just been a tough year. You go into that series with... For Amber and Justin, your first two starters of the series, and you lose those first two games, that's a real tough, that's a tough look. They end up salvaging the series against the Oakland A's by winning on Sunday, almost through a, a no-hitter there with Hunter Brown on the mound starting that game. But it just brought everybody back in play. Yep. And now they're about like minus 200-something favorites to win the division, when just a few days prior, it was three times that. So Houston Astros are in first the Rangers are just a game behind and they play tonight. They're the only team uh, of the three. Okay. Astros, Rangers, Mariners. The, the Rangers do play tonight. So, And they've been on a little bit of a hot streak, five game win streak. Against the team that it's most, against the Blue Jays. Yeah. I mean, who are all the, all these teams are right, right there. Right below neck them and neck in the wild card. In, in the wild card. And yeah. the, the Blue Jays were above and in that final spot. The Rangers have won those games. They play again against them tonight and can move within a half a game of the Houston Astros in the AOS. So this division absolutely isn't over. No. Uh, any way you look at it, I would still pick 
the Astros. Um, I still do pick the Astros, uh, but it's just, no, I think you're, I think you'd be a fool to say the division is over when just when the Astros, they've done this multiple times, just when it starts to feel like, well, they did it again. This is the Astros team that is going to get to their seventh straight ALCS, which is ridiculous. Then they go and lose two in a row to the, to the A's and bring everybody back into play. So is it over? No. Do I think the Astros will win the division? Yes. It's also crazy because all three of these teams that are kind of in that race for the AOS right now, the Astros, the Rangers, and the Mariners, they've all been taking turns having these great stretches and then also just having these big lulls. Yeah. And we're seeing that with the Mariners just in the month of September. They've only won one series this month. Yeah. But you can't do that when you're in that playoff hunt trying to get that wild card spot. Yeah. And they're all they're all going through different, you know, like the Mariners, uh, definitely big up and down. Rangers are dealing with so many injuries. Yeah. I mean, we're not I, I don't think we we've they're talked one and enough two. about they're one how, and two. Ace. Yeah, and they and they lost the AL rookie of the year front runner and, and Josh Young yeah. a while ago. And he was a huge part of that offense. And and that was a huge blow. Adolis Garcia got hurt uh, about a week ago. Then Max Scherzer, that injury. And and just one more point there. He, it is the same injury as Justin. And, and people's bodies heal differently, obviously. Yeah. But if you were to look at what Justin went through, he missed that right at the end of spring training, then missed a good chunk of the beginning of the year, and then had to go out on a rehab assignment. And and I just... How, it took him a month to get back to... Even rehab. Like... Right. in form, like in games. Right. So how is Max going to look one month from now is October yeah. 14th and then to ramp back up. I mean, I, what's best case scenario there starting game one of the world series for yeah. the Rangers. And then it's like, well, you got to get That's there. Gonna be your what's, first one? Who's yeah. your pitching going to, what pitching is going to get you there? Yeah. He the hasn't been as good as he was at the beginning of the year. So no. AL West is, is certainly interesting. And as we've mentioned for a while now, Alex, yeah. they're all going to beat up on each other. The last, two weeks of the year. Rangers, Mariners play each other seven times. Coming down to the uh, last Mariners, week. Astros. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move to the National League because we had a clinch last night. The Braves will avoid a repeat playoff disappointment. Yeah. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves, by the way. Six straight NL East division titles. What a stretch going on there. And yeah, we, we're heading straight for another rematch of last year's playoffs uh, uh, and in which we all know what happened. Braves lose to the Phillies. Now, assuming the Braves get the one seed and the Phillies get the four seed, if the Phillies win the wild card round, then guess who that matches them up with? The Braves Phillies NLDS rematch Ooh. from last year is what we're heading straight for. Um, so will they avoid a playoff disappointment? Look, this is the best Braves team I have ever seen. Ever. Not, not 2021 when they won the World Series. Not the Braves of the, the 90s and 2000s that I grew up watching every single night on TBS. It's, not, it's, it's better than those teams. This is the best Braves team I have ever seen. 
It's a different Acuna from last year. Mm-hmm. He's doing everything different. He's cut way down on his strikeout rate. It's a it's an MVP caliber Matt Olson, not a Matt Olson that's going to hit 240 with a lot of power. It's a guy that's hitting 280 and leading the league in homers and much better at the plate this year. It's an experienced Spencer Strider that has playoff experience now. It's an experienced Michael Harris who won the Rookie of the Year last year who has playoff experience. This team is so different from last year's team. And I just, I, 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 I don't think we're going to see a repeat disappointment from the Atlanta Braves and, and, and what we saw last year with the Phillies. I think this team learns from what happened last year. I think they take that experience. I think they're the best team in baseball this year. And I do think, I think despite being most likely the one seed uh, heading into the playoffs, they're playing with a little chip on their shoulder. And uh, yeah, there won't be the same disappointment. The, the Atlanta Braves will win the National League. Yeah, the the question is, is how do you keep that mentality at that same level now that you have three weeks until anything really starts? Like you're still playing games, but it's not the same, I guess, meaningful baseball. It can be. You just kind of have to find a way to have those conversations in the clubhouse and in the dugout and every single day as you're playing, like we got to keep this up. Yeah. You can't let down for a second. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Smoltz, Saturday with Smoltz, talked yeah. to him about this. Okay. And obviously he was a part of that team and, and record that I don't think will ever be broken, probably in sports. 14 straight division Oof. titles. And some of those were clenched super early. And basically uh, a lot of what he said, and this is for this coming Saturday's episode, he went into a lot more detail than this, but teams are just going to have to figure this. These are the rules now. There yeah. is a first round buy. And you, you do, you want that for your pitching and to, to be able to line up, but you're just going to have to learn how to, how to handle that. And this is where I think managers make their money in the playoffs where they push all the right buttons and they're making Mm -hmm. those pitching moves. And right now for Brian Snitker, you have Ronald Acuna, who's been playing every single game this year. He's got, he's going to be the MVP. I think you walk into that locker room and you say, Hey, I'm going to get you some days yeah. in these coming weeks. Yeah. And the last series of the year, the last seven games of the year, you're going to play every day again. But over this Smart. next week to 10 days, okay. you're going to get a couple days in there. And I think he needs to do that with everybody on the team. Yeah. Go around, talk to the starters, communicate what you want from them, what you're going to do with them. And then the last series or two of the year, put them back in there every single day. And then I think what really needs to happen is you need to, you need to, in a perfect world, I think what happens, and, and I have, I, I can look back on this with the Tigers teams that my brother was on in, in 06 and 12. And they, when you sweep in the CS and you have that downtime, it's yeah. kind of the same thing of what we're going to talk about here because of that buy in the first round. I think you need to bring up pitchers from, from AAA. Their season will be over. Yeah. Bring up pitchers in that, in that week long stretch. I think you need to have the hitters like it's an actual, like it's a game. Have real life Just pitchers stay, out on the mound. stay in that like game mentality. Yeah, don't have your pitchers throwing. Yeah. Get your pitchers ready and rested. But those offensive guys, sim games in, a, in the batting cage doesn't work. Like 60 feet, six inches away, you got a guy going all out that wants to make the big league team next year mm-hmm. and wants to put on a show. Like go all out in those few days while you have that buy. Uh, I think that's going to be really important for the Braves. 
And uh, yeah, that's kind of how I would handle these next few days with the rest. Yeah. And then the few days leading up to their NLDS. All right. Well, let's stick with the Braves for our next statement. Ronald Acuna Jr. can get to a 50 home run, 80 stolen base season. <laughs> what you think? I, I tweeted this a couple of days ago as a joke. Um, but what I will say is no, Ronald Acuna Jr. can't get to 50, 80 because there's what, like 16 ish games left in the season. I think 17 is what he'll have. So he'd need to hit 13 homers in, in 17 games, 14 uh, stolen bases. I mean, he could do He could get like four stolen bases in a game. So, Look, no, yeah. that won't happen. But what will happen is 40, 70 for the first time in baseball history. 40 homers, he's yeah. three away, 70 stolen bases, he's four away. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it earlier, uh, what he's done with these numbers historically, I, I think if you really want to dive into the MVP conversation, yep. those offensive numbers, pretty neck and neck. I mean, you can you can make an argument for either side from the offensive numbers, then when you start, I, I, that's where I think the 40-70 comes into play here. I think the 40-70 is going to win Ronald Acuna Jr. the MVP award. Uh, I think he is deserving of the MVP award. And I think we are a few days. He needs three homers. Three homers in, in 17 games. That's, that's, that's possible. That's no certainty. It's certainly possible. I think it will happen. And uh, it should be... It should be celebrated. But yeah, 50, 80. I, I, I might have just gotten a little caught up in the moment when you I think that. Just a little caught Just up. a little bit. Baseball makes me happy and yeah. excited. And I wasn't even thinking about the math in my head. I just threw out right. a couple numbers. Yeah. <laughs> it's not impossible, but it's highly unlikely. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's talk some pitching. This is going to be a fill in the blank for the statement. The NL Cy Young winner will be... The NL Cy Young winner will be Blake Snell. Uh, and he put a nice little bow on that on Wednesday night from his performance in Los Angeles where he absolutely dominated a great Dodgers lineup. Look, I just think there became a turning point. And, and Justin Steele has closed the gap more and more and yeah. more from his dominance over the last couple of months. But Blake Snell, it's basically the full season besides the first month or so of the year, maybe a month plus of the season. But in Blake Snell's last 20 starts, 20 starts, a 1.31 ERA with a 12.54 K per nine. Now, if that sounds really good, it's because it is really good. Yeah. And he's the first pitcher in MLB history to have a sub 1.5 ERA with a 12.50 K per nine or greater over a 20 start span in a single season. First starter in history to do that. That's crazy. So to me, I, like I said, I think the, the, the bow on his Cy Young season was last night mm -hmm. in Los Angeles against a great Dodgers offense. And the best part of that for me was that the, the Padres gave him the option to, they've been riding him suit like crazy over the last, his 20 starts. I mean, he's been their best pitcher. He's been the best pitcher in, in baseball for the majority of the season. And he's gone out there every five, six days. And yeah, I mean, he's been 
worked to no end. And the Padres asked him if he wanted a couple extra days to push his start and start against the Oakland Athletics. And he said, no, I want the Dodgers. And he went out there and dominated the Dodgers. And I think that decision, I think doing it against the Dodgers lineup means something. He could have gone out against the A's and dominated, and it would not have meant the same thing it does as dominating that Dodgers lineup that is really, really good. So, yeah, I, I think... I think that sells it. I think that I think that wrapped it up. Snell already has one with the Rays. And now I think he's about to add an NL Cy Young to his mantle and join a list of, get this, the list of pitchers that have a Cy Young in each league. Gaylord Perry, Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens, Roy Halladay, and Mac, Max Scherzer, who have all done it in both leagues. And I think Blake Snell is about to add to that and become the next name to do it in both leagues. What's crazy is we saw him and talked to him kind of right when that shift happened of kind of a slow start to the season. And he just mentally turned things around and you could just tell he was just so comfortable and confident. I know we've talked about this before, but he said he just kind of had to stop thinking about it too much. He was playing more golf. He was playing video games. And that's kind of what got his mind off of it to just go out there and do what he knows how to do. That turned his season around. Us? You? We did? No. Is that what we were talking to him? You know what that means. What? Close your eyes if you hate fun, my friends, because Ronald Acuna Jr. keeps doing things that just bother people in baseball, bother the old guard that hates fun. We don't hate fun here. No, we love it. And if you do hate fun... Close your eyes because we got to talk about Ronald Acuna Jr. and what he has been doing over the last couple of days, especially what he's been doing in Philadelphia, where he's just hitting absolute tanks and he's flipping his bat. He's setting his bat down. He's dancing around the bases, not like full on dances. He's just, you know, like flapping his wings like they're doing. He's dancing around third base, coming to a stop, doing his thing, touching home. He's having so much fun. And man, I am just sick and tired of people being sick and tired of fun in baseball. Just because it's happening to your team doesn't mean that you need to be offended. Maybe you should just be offended that your team is doing things that are allowing him to have fun in the first place, right? So then we have Ronald Acuna having fun, hitting balls off the facing of the upper deck in Philadelphia, And after the game, the Phillies manager, Rob Thompson, is quoted as saying, well, I I like our guys to act like they've been there before. Dude, Ronald Acuna has been there before, and he is enjoying being there. You're supposed to celebrate your wins. That's like what you do in life. So why wouldn't you do that in your profession, which is a game? Remember, you are playing a game, and you just had a great play, home run in the game. You celebrate. Celebrate your wins. That's what you do in life. Yeah. Look, I know that that wasn't the full quote from from Rob Thompson. There is a much larger statement out there, and and this was grabbed from it. But, I mean, we can go back to last year when Reese Hoskins had one of the coolest moments of the playoffs when he spiked his bat into the ground. And I I, I just, I, I love... The in- baseball needs so much more of this. And there is a line, there is a time and there is a disrespect. There can be a level of disrespect, but when a player is just 
hitting homers and having fun and dancing with his teammates and dancing around the bases. I don't know. Try not hanging a curveball right down the middle. How about that? Yeah. Why don't you be mad at, at your pitcher and say, yeah, I just like my guys to not throw curveballs down the middle. Why well, make it about Ronald Acuna and say, I like my guys to act like they've been there before. Well, I, there could, he didn't have to hit that Homer. You, you could have stopped it from happening. So man, I just, th- this was great. Uh, Ronald Acuna was going wild on social media last night after they wrapped up their, uh, their sixth straight division title, Tyler Matzik reliever for the Atlanta Braves was quoted as saying, if you don't like it, stop it. If you can't stop it, admire it. If you can't admire it, keep it down so everyone else can enjoy the show. And Ronald posted on Instagram using that caption and posted that on Twitter as well. I I am so here for that. It's true. I love that statement. It's so true. So like I said, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired of people that are just fed up with these young, exciting guys in baseball that are just put your head down and run. Just put your head down and run and act like you've been there before. You know what? You know what we all do in the backyard? If you're, if you're having a family barbecue and you're out in the backyard playing wiffle ball and you hit a ball into the trees and hit a homer off of somebody in your family, you know what you're doing? Celebrating. You are celebrating. You are flipping your bat. You're going crazy. Have fun playing the game. So imagine doing that in front of tens of thousands of fans playing a game that you love and yeah. it's your job. I, I Celebrate love your wins. And then after they, in life. after they clinch the division title again, they're out celebrating on the Phillies field. Yes. The Phillies fans are booing him. Of course like, they are. Booing at, just booing like crazy. Yeah. And Ronald Acuna Jr. just had some fun with the crowd and, you know, waved to them all, told them to be louder. It was great. I thought it was awesome. It was like your brother's Philly hello. The Philly hello. The, yeah. the Philly hello. That's what Ronald was doing. Yeah. And and me and my my new best Twitter friend, Ronald Acuna, I tweeted that and he liked it. So. Oh, that's I, cool. I think we're. Way I, to go, Ben. Thanks. So yeah, close your eyes. Celebrate and your fun. wins. Celebrate your <laughs> yeah. wins. That's what I'm doing. That's what you're doing. That's what we should all be doing. Have fun. Make mm-hmm. the game more exciting. Don't get mad at the opposing team. And this is outside of Acuna. Don't get mad at the opposing team because you got your feelings hurt. Just do better. If you don't like it, play better. God, I can't tell you how many times I heard that in the minor leagues. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to eat peanut butter and jellies every day at lunch? If you don't like it, play better. They They got filet mignon up in the big leagues. You don't like it, play better. You don't like the clubhouse, play better. You don't like getting celebrated on, play better. Don't hang a curveball. You know, like hanging curveballs happens. Home runs happen. Yeah. But it, you, don't be mad at the other player for celebrating. He's not disrespecting you. Nope. He's not looking at you. Celebrating all frustrated. his life. He's flapping his wings yeah. with the team. He's, he's. It's great. Just celebrating things. So, yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
You know what we're going to enjoy now? What? Some fan questions. All right, let's do it. All right, well, let's get to our first fan question. This one comes from Seth Green. Okay. Who said, first of all, thank you so much for the shout out on Tuesday's show. He's the one who gave you the jersey. Shout out, Seth. Yep. And now the Astros need to make the ALCS. My question is, would you rather have a beer or a margarita at a game? Hope to see you all in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, again, shout out Seth for the jersey and, and the note that he sent over. That was awesome. He made Ben a custom City Connects Astros jersey that said flipping bats on the back. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, Beer okay. margarita. Uh, at a baseball game? Well... Okay, <laughs> thinking through this, okay. went to a baseball game last week and had a beer and a margarita. Ooh, so, so you're going to start slow with a beer and then ramp things up with a margarita? You know what's great? I think I started with the, I started with the margarita. Okay, so you started you know what's high great? and you needed to have you had cool those, down a little. Have you had the those, the Cutwater cans? That's what we had when we went to the Dodgers They're game. They're so strong. I know. If you have two of those things. You're gone. Yeah. You, yeah. You yeah. need to like... You really so need I went, to pace yourself. I went one and a beer. So to answer okay. the question, would I rather have a beer or a margarita at a game? Why have either when you can have both? Yeah. I don't usually, there's not like a ton of beer options that I can have because I'm gluten-free. If I'm keeping it mellow, definitely a beer, but I'm a spicy margarita girl. That's my drink of choice no matter where I go. So I'm going to go with margarita. Great answer. I know. Okay. Let's move on to our next fan question. This one comes from Kyle. If the Braves win the World Series, is this the best Braves team of all time? <laughs> Glad you've asked. I've said it now many times, been saying it for a couple months. Smoltz this said it this too. is the best Braves team of all time. And I did ask John Smoltz that question earlier. Braves legend and part of the, yep. part of some of those teams that could be considered the best Atlanta Braves teams of all time. And he said yeah, this is the best Braves team I've ever, or this is the best Braves team in a long time, if not ever, Yeah, is, is what he said. And um, I, I actually, I, I do believe this is the best Braves team that I've ever seen. Um, winning a World Series, I think, would definitely put a stamp on that, but I'm, I'm not even so sure. They you need know, to? I think the best Braves team of all time, uh, besides this team, was the 1998 Atlanta Braves, and they didn't win the World Series, and, and I would still consider them uh, before. The, it was just an, un, it just didn't happen in the, in, in the playoffs. So I, I think them winning the World Series would absolutely cement them being the best Braves team of all time. I think even if they get to the World Series, we can have the conversation. of the, This was for sure the best Braves team of all time. They just came up a little short is what I think the conversation would become. But yes. All right, we're wrapping it up with one more fan question. This one comes from Real G. Real G. Shohei Otani, the batter, versus Shohei Otani, the pitcher. Who wins? Uh, I asked Shohei this question. I was going to say, question. I was like, you did. I asked him last year at the All-Star game, and in typical, humble Shohei fashion, he said, well, all I have to do right now is throw it down the middle, and I won't be able to hit it. So, Shohei, the pitcher. <laughs> um, but this year, that changed. This is the best year for Shohei offensively. Yeah. Uh, that he's ever had. And this is the best offensive season in, in the American League. And man, now it becomes an interesting question. Um, well, not literally right now because he can't pitch right now. Yeah. But, uh, you batter. Because he's not missing. I don't know. I want to say the pitcher, though, because he knows how to attack himself. But then the batter knows how the pitcher would attack him. Oh, that's getting confusing. My my brain would go down a long road right now. I'm going to say 
I'm going to say the pitcher. Okay. I'm going to say the pitcher. Now, before we wrap up, speaking of batters, Jackson Holiday just hit a home run <laughs> like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. So we're going to show that and roll out with that and wrap the up our show. The right? even works down in the minor leagues. His first, first AAA homer uh, at the Norfolk Tide Stadium, played many a baseball games there. It's like five minutes from where I played college baseball, okay. so once a year we would play there. Uh, he did say yesterday one of his big remaining goals this season is to hit one more triple. Oh. So you can't hit triples by hitting homers, you know? But, no, I'm just, I mean, that's pretty right cool. And it's a flipping bats effect. You just talk to him and he just hit a home run. It seems, really is. It really is. Seems to be a very, very cool trend here. Good for Jackson. 19 yeah. years old, hitting triple-A homers. The guy is going to be a stud. And yeah, yesterday we talked all about uh, what the Orioles have communicated with him in mm -hmm. terms of this year. He shot up through every level. So yep. is the big leagues a possibility? Is it not? What about next year? Uh, what he feels like he needs to work on in the offseason. The future of the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, asked him some trivia about his dad, Matt Holliday. Yep. It was just a really fun conversation, and I'm really glad he just hit a homer because I am now really rooting for that kid to have a lot of success. Oh, and you got to tweet out the, the flipping bats effect strikes again. For sure. And go listen to that interview. Yeah, go listen to that. That was Wednesday's episode. This is Thursday's. We are done until tomorrow <laughs> and then Saturday with Smoltz. We got a lot coming up, but that Always. does it for this Thursday episode of Flippin' Bats. Make sure you're following, subscribed, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But for this Thursday episode of Flippin' Bats, that does it until tomorrow, my friends. Peace.